When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You're listening to Tottenstown. Welcome to the Tottenstown podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs, and joining me, as always, my brother Tyler Staggs. We have been out of the game for about a week. Um, you for, for all of our YouTube uh, watchers or everyone who listens to the audio version of the podcast, you may have noticed, hey, they didn't put out a Saints preview. They didn't do a Saints game review. What What's going on with these guys? Or have they just disappeared or what? No, we're here. You had to go out to California at the end of last week to check on Rams fans and make sure that they were still doing good after, you know, what the Titans did to them. And my wife and I got to welcome our amazing and beautiful little baby girl into the world, uh, let's see, a little over a week ago. Yep. So, you know, we've been just kind of busy with... uh, Right around the time we would have been doing a game preview, so... So, you know, it just, life kind of happened, and... Now we're picking back up with the preview for the Texans and Titans game. That's right. Um, and before we get into that, make sure you tell everyone how they can support the show. Guys, if you want to support the show, go check out our merch, hoodies, shirts, phone cases, all kinds of different stuff. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, make sure you're following the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us some comments, questions. We love the interaction. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you scroll down. That subscribe button, if it's red, click it. Turn it gray. Turn on the post notifications so you never miss when we upload a video or when we go live, which we're trying to do more of when we can. And also, leave a like on the video. We really appreciate that. It helps us out a lot. Share the video with other football fans and leave us some comments. Let us know how you think this game's going to go. Also, make sure you're following us on social media, the ones that we're most active on, on Twitter, Titans underscore Tom, Instagram, Titans Time Podcast, and on Facebook, Titans Time. All right, let's get into this. Um, Briefly, before we get into the injury report, which we normally do first, talk a little bit about your thoughts overall about the Saints game since we didn't do a video over it, just quickly. So we still haven't got to see the Titans offense completely clicking on all cylinders uh, since losing Derrick Henry. 
I mean, since they've lost Derek Henry, they've had to face two really good run defenses. And, I mean, it, it shows. The Titans have, I think, against going back against the Rams, they had less than 200 yards of total offense. Against the Saints, they didn't come anywhere close to 100 yards rushing. So, and the offense looks, we've seen flashes of them looking really good. Marcus Johnson stepped up and had a big day. I think he had like four or five catches for 100 yards. So close to getting some touchdowns. But without Julio. Without I Julio. I had. Well, that's, that's the thing. He had to step up because all we had was A.J., really. And A.J., I, he had a drop early and just really wasn't that involved in the game. But I think that's because the Saints were shading him quite a bit. I will say in the run game, Adrian Peterson, he's you can tell he still has some of that rust. And it may just be age, too, kind of catching up with him a little bit. There were a couple of times in that game where I'm sitting here watching him run and a cutback lane opens up. I'm talking like me and you could have hit it. That That's how open this thing was. And he just he didn't see it. Or if he did see it, it was already too late. He couldn't get back to it. But I think this offense is just going to continue to improve. I think Todd Downing is still trying to figure out how to run this offense without Derrick Henry because one thing that really sticks in my mind is you had Marcus Johnson who caught a slant route and took it like 50-something yards down the field, gets us down in the red zone, and the play call on first down is to split our linemen out to where all you have in front of Ryan Tannehill is Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and Roger Saffold. And you have Lewan and some tight ends and Questenberry and some tight ends out in front of our receivers. And just, I, I didn't like the play call at all. I'm like, it, it's first and goal. Like, let's be smart here and get some points. And they had to settle for, you know, three on that drive, I believe it was. But, you know, yeah. It, Coming from the same guy that wants him to change it up. I mean, what do you want here? You're, you're the one you telling them to change it up. You, I, I hear the same thing coming from you. I didn't even watch the game, so I don't know. I don't know how that play call went. <laughs> but also, Jeremy McNichols catches he would normally make. There was what would have been an amazing touchdown pass. I mean, McNichols had it come into the ground, and he lets the guy punch it out at the last second. Ryan Tannehill put the ball right where it needed to be. I'm like you couldn't have asked for a better throw, and but. Overall, the Titans do what they do. They came in. It wasn't a pretty win, but a win is a win, and that's all that matters. That's right, and I'll segue us um, now into the injury report. We've got Nate Davis did not practice. Bud Dupree did not practice. Chris Jackson did not practice. David Long and Jeremy McNichols did not practice. Chris Jackson, since you mentioned him, he's been playing really good up until this Saints game. And the Saints game was just one of those days where Chris Jackson had a bad day. And you'll he, have those. Yeah, he was getting picked on a lot. <laughs> and, I mean, they were succeeding in going at him. Well, hopefully um, his ego's not hurt too bad and he'll be able to be out on the field uh, in this Texans game because I feel like regardless of how he's playing, they still kind of need him because 
Oh, yeah. I, Anybody that's below him is just going to be even worse. Well, and I wasn't saying that to dog him or anything. The dude has been playing great this year. He just he had a bad day. Yeah, it and happens. That, that's all it was. And luckily we have Christian Fulton back, and the dude has not missed a step since being gone. On. And that's what you expect out of your number one guy. So Exactly. Um, there's also – Jeffrey Simmons did not practice. Aaron Brewer, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Jeff Swaim did not practice. And then the limited participants were Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, and Greg Maven. Oh, and and uh, Torrey Carter also. Almost left that one off. So I know a couple of those guys on there have concussions. I believe it is Nate Davis and Swaim. And, um, and McNichols. And McNichols. So those three guys this late, in the week, if they are still in concussion protocol and not practicing, I don't see those guys playing. But as far as Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons, I see those guys playing. Uh, I think Tier Tart, he was a full participant today. Yeah, it'll was. be nice to get him back. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I don't think Bud Dupree will play this next week. He they ruled him out of that the Saints game pretty early with that abdominal injury. And even though they're saying it's day-to-day, I can see this being a week where they're just like, okay, t- take the week off, big dog. We we need to let you heal up here. I think everyone that can take the week off, I mean, as long as you don't have just a gaping hole in the depth there behind them, anybody that can, let them do it this week. I know that I, I know that, that cost you the game pretty much against the Jets, but – I mean, I think you do it because this Texans team is not good. And let's get it out of the way. Do we think this is a trap game? If you approach it with that mentality, yes. I mean, I think that it definitely has the potential to be a trap game. But it's important to get these guys, to get these guys some rest here, right. I think. But we have our rest coming up here in a couple of weeks. We'll have the bye week. I just – right now you have – not only are you number one in the AFC South, you're number one in the AFC. And you can just keep growing that lead. It would be so amazing to get to the playoffs, have that bye week, and give Derrick Henry, who now it's it's coming out, credit to Titans Rossi first on this because he had a source. He didn't name the source, but this source was close to the doctor that did Henry's surgery. And he said that Henry was progressing better than anyone could have thought. And, you know, early January, he could be back. So, and even the national media today has come out and said that. So, but again, credit to Titan Drossy first on that because he did break the news first. But now listen, I'm not saying sit everybody by no means, but I'm saying if there's a guy, it's coming down to the line. And they're going to be like a game time decision. I think well, that I, you just make that decision ahead of time and say, okay, they're borderline. Well, that, let's sit these guys. Let's sit them out. So, some of these guys that I mentioned, like Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry, I don't see those guys being game time decisions. They basically all they're doing is getting rest. Yeah, the, throughout yeah the week. you don't see you don't you right. don't see a Jeffrey Simmons right. if he can play. Okay, so that's where some confusion was. I thought you were saying, okay, these guys are on the injury report. Let's just go. No, ahead and no, 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 no. Because I think if they're out of legitimately the, a game time decision. You can just sit them. Out of some of the games coming up, this one is important. It's AFC South. 
Yeah, yeah, game. definitely. Like we we got to have this. I think if if somebody like Chris Jackson, if he's coming up and it's a game time decision, you got Christian Fulton back, who you've been doing without. You know, a, a guy like that, if it's coming down to the line, just say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna sit him this game, get him a little bit more rest. Okay, I, I see what you're saying now. So that's just my thought on it. Now I do think this does have the potential to be a trap game. And well, I mean, you have to approach every week. Do not overlook your opponent because it's the NFL. Any given Sunday, these are other professionals that are out there. And really, this year, the Texans, even though they've only won one game, they've been in some games. They've been a competitive now, team. For now, sure. they have gotten blown out a couple times. I mean, the Bills put it on them, and you know, there's a couple other teams that have really put it on them. But still, you, you can't overlook any team right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and especially, like, it's different when a team has a really bad quarterback. But Tyrod Taylor, he's not a joke, okay? This is a veteran in the NFL, and if you leave him an opportunity, he will come out and beat you. And that's just, I mean, he's going to take advantage of it. Right. So, I mean, just to give a little perspective here, of course, their only win has been against Jacksonville at the start of the season. But they only lost to Cleveland by 10. Then you have the Patriots that they only lost to by 3. They were, and really, I mean, they put up 22 points on the Rams, which, granted, most of that was kind of garbage time after the Rams took out a lot of their... (laughs) It all was. (laughs) But, again, they, I mean, they could be, they can be in these games if you let them. And that's, that's where you can get into trouble if you let them stay around. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, to be honest, if the Titans will just come out and play a smart game, and this is kind of foreshadowing a little bit to the end of the show, but if they're if they'll just play to win, you can't play not to lose. If they'll play to win and still play with, I, I feel like sometimes it gets bad teams. You can sort of get in that mindset where you're like okay let's just not mess up and right. we've got this whereas against a team that is matching your skill level you're like we're going to take every chance we get to score we're going to take every chance we get to to do this and to do that you have to still have that mentality you can't just be like okay let's just do whatever we can to not mess up and we'll win you don't have that mentality right. play to win yeah i mean i i agree with that you go in and do what you know you can do. Like yeah, don't I mean don't get very conservative and like like you said, just okay, play to not do this or not do that. No, go in there and put it on this team like the Bills did, you know, go in and shut them out forty to zero or you know, this and or like uh the Colts did, thirty one to three. Like go in, just shut this team down, take care of business. That's what you need to do. Don't let them hang around and possibly i'm not saying this is going to happen but again any given sunday don't let them give you a loss yeah for sure uh because i mean this is a team this is a game that you should win this is a team that you should beat this is one that everybody's pretty much chalking up as a w to be honest and the texans are coming off a bye week which means they've had that extra week of film study on the titans so and don't you know that they would love to get this game oh yeah i mean absolutely it's just it's one of those where it's like okay our season has went to crap let's see if we can ruin someone else's yeah and 
have, get a little bit of joy out of that. And you know, Colts fans are hoping for the same thing. Oh, de- yeah, definitely for sure. Um, I was. Do they have any chance at this point to win the division? Because I was looking around on five thirty eight before I came over here to record, and it shows the Titans their chances to win the division as greater than 99%. And, I mean, obviously, that's like they're going to win the division, but is there still that opportunity at all for the Colts to somehow get it? You would uh, know. I, I, yes, there there is. Okay, I, I mean, was going to – because it, I honestly, well, I, look, I completely – Greater than 99%, it just kind of goes back to that dumb and dumber. <laughs> I mean, so you're telling me there's yeah, a yeah, chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – there there's that chance but the chances of it happening are not that great like right now i think the titans have it's like four games like a four game swing if they win this week and the colts lose to the bills then that swing goes down to two games yep i got you and so that that's how close it is and with the titans remaining schedule even if it comes even if the colts are winning out the Titans are going to win four more games or more. Yeah, I mean, so I don't see any opportunity that they don't, any possible scenario that they don't end up winning the division. And I, I just think that's that. Like, there's they just have such an easy schedule throughout the rest of the season. I just don't see it happening. Uh, they've already been playing well, even without Derrick Henry. Obviously, beat the Rams beat the Saints. So they've shown that they're capable of playing good football. Now, it may not be the prettiest thing in the world. They're still not having that. They don't have the powerful offense that they did, but they're going to iron that, those things out as right. they go. And they could get back to getting the run game going this week because looking at the Texans' defense right now in rushing yards allowed, they are 31st in the league. And rushing touchdowns allowed, they are 31st in the league. So, And yards per attempt, they're 25th in the league. So this could be the week where the Titans get their run game started back up. Because, like I said, they've played two tough run defenses the last two weeks. It was the first two weeks without Derrick Henry. You know, you don't really get to see how this offense is going to be with that going on because you you become one-dimensional yeah essentially this week that's not going to be the case and you have foreman who's going to be going up against his former team in the texans so revenge game coming you know it, it it could be and looking at the texans offense well talking about their past defense as well they are their past defense ranks 18th in the league in yards allowed 20th in touchdowns and looking at their offense now, passing ranked 29th in the league in yards, 26th in touchdowns, and 30th in interceptions. Um, and their rushing offense <laughs> is not much better. 31st in the league in uh, yards per game and 30th in touchdowns and 32nd in, 32nd in yards per attempt. Yeah, um, it's not great what you're I mean, seeing th- over there in Houston. This is a bad team. It It is a bad team. And, I mean, I think that leaves a lot of opportunities open to maybe make a little bit of money this week. 
Could do it. And that segues us right into our best bets segment presented to you by DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Does it? I mean, it, it would be nice to get some free bets. You know what I'm saying? So you can get free bets, and all you got to do is bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If the sportsbook isn't available in your area, DraftKings, they got you covered. Okay, You can uh, play huge cash prizes uh, in daily fantasy sports. Um, and I mean, they're going to give you a free shot in millions when you use promo code TPPN. That's all you got to do to take advantage of these promos is use promo code TPPN. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Man. Uh, it, it never gets any better, especially <laughs> after a break. You know, we're going a whole week without doing it, and then and, it's yeah. I just catch your breath for a minute. It's a lot. You know, obviously, like we talked about earlier in the show, we didn't get to record a game preview, so we didn't put out our best bets for last week. But I came up with an idea just so we kind of stay on track. We we just sent each other the bets that we were going to do for last week. And let me get. So back. we didn't get to provide them to you, but we still get to keep them on our track record, so that you can decide who to bet with. Exactly. And so I asked you. You had the Titans for the spread of minus three, and you said that McNichols was going to have over twenty-one and a half receiving yards. Oh my god! I probably didn't and, hit on either. I can't even remember the score of the game to be honest. Twenty-three to twenty-one. Yeah. And. I know McNichols did not have over 21 and a half receiving yards. He only had one reception. Yeah, he he dropped one earlier early in the game and then he dropped a touchdown pass. So, you know, close but no cigar and then and now everyone this is going back to the Saints game. Um I said that the points would be under 43 and a half and if it hadn't have been for that last Saints touchdown, I had it. And I had NWIs at any time touchdown score. So neither one of us hit on that, which moves you to four and 16, or four of 16. 25%. And that puts me back at 50%, eight of 16. And, you know, I, I was in the money. Now I'm back out of the money, roughly. I, well, I'm, I'm even. Yeah, basically, it's uh, it's been a rough stretch for me lately, uh, to be honest. But and, you know, again, not betting advice here for us. Yeah, but certainly not because to, you just saw what what our record <laughs> looks like. Mine is a lot better than yours right now. But to lay things out for this game, the Titans are favored by ten in this game, and the over and under for points is forty four and a half. So I will let you go. First, um, I've got as my first one Tannehill over 239 and a half pass yards. Okay. And then for my second one, I've got over 44 and a half points. Over 44 and a half points. Okay. Uh, that one's interesting to me because obviously talking it's about. It's all how, about do the Texans score. Basically. Exactly. 
that is that's where it gets interesting for me. Um, now I have talked about how bad this Texans run defense is, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call for the parlay cowboy here. We're gonna do a same game parlay. Anytime touchdown score, Adrian Peterson and Foreman. Both those guys having a touchdown this game for plus five twenty five on the odds. Okay. So I, I I really like that bet. And also I'm gonna go with uh I, I'm going back and forth right here with two different ones for Tannehill. I don't know if I wanna put him in put him going through the air or rushing because again Bad, 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 bad run defense for the Texans here. But I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill over 13 and a half rush I was going to say, I think that's a Min- lock. Minus 110. I think that, that I mean, like, they I, run one of those um, read options and he's got it. Yeah, so I, like I said, it's just, it's tough going back and forth there. I, I didn't really know which one I would prefer. But I, I think I have to go with the rush yards. Yeah. I mean, I think that leaves us both in pretty good shape. I mean, Tannehill, 240 pass yards. Like, he could hit that definitely. As long as they don't just get up extremely fast, like, uh, you know, go up like 20 points in the first quarter. Um, and then the over, like we said, just depends on if the Texans score. Tannehill should easily hit that 13, um, 14 rushing yards. And then your parlay is what I'm what I'm interested in because that's that's pretty solid odds. Yeah, I, I thought so too. And now I do want to throw out to you because which granted, this is the Texans defense. Your Tannehill over just saying two hundred and forty pass yards against the Saints he had two hundred and thirteen pass yards and against the Rams he only had one hundred and forty three. I know, I know. So, just, again, better defenses that he was going up against. But, you know, a team where they can actually run the ball more now, which that could open up things for you with the play-action game. Yeah, and that's true. Um, Because, I mean, that's where a lot of his yards come off of, big chunks off of play-action passes. You know, he'll get them 15 and 20 at a time when they run those plays. Um, But I think that moves us into our stat chat for the week. You know, I'm, it, I'm interested to see what you have. It, it's because, see, the last episode that we actually did, which was two weeks ago now, um, I didn't have a stat yet. Yeah, I bust, you didn't have time to get one together, so, so I, I'm interested in this. What now. I'm going with this week, I thought this was really interesting because of the Titans' success that they've had lately. Especially, I think this is interesting because of the fact that Derrick Henry is out right now. So I talked earlier about the predictions and the models that 538 has. Uh, so I wanted to get out there and check because they have Super Bowl um, favorites listed. Mm-hmm. The Titans are tied with the Packers now with the highest chance of winning the Super Bowl at 16% chance. Man, I like that. I want Todd is the favorites. I, I want to see a Titans Super Bowl yeah. this year. I, I mean, I, I who, I mean who doesn't? Come on. Uh just for them to be up there tied with the Packers. And the, the Packers, honestly, of all teams, I was kind of like, I, I was kind of surprised at that, that they were up there. But, well, you know, Good Morning Football and everyone else are saying that the Packers have had to overcome more 
this season than the uh, Titans. And I was kind of hoping your stat chat would actually have something to do with how many players the Titans have actually had play uh, this year because I don't know if you've seen it or not. So far this year, the Titans have had a total of 82 different players to play. They have 20 people on injured reserve and or that have have been on injured reserve at at some point. The record for a season for players playing is 84. So they're they're right there. They're right there, and they're still seven weeks left. Yeah. So that Mike Vrabel has joked around and said you need to take the over yeah. on that. Yeah. So, but I, I thought it might have something to do with that. But I'm sitting here thinking, okay, the Titans have lost their best player in Derrick Henry. They've had this many different players play, this many players on injury reserve. Their first-round pick is out for season. Like, And you're going to tell me that the Packers have overcome more just because of Aaron, all the stuff going on with Aaron Rodgers? Like, come on now. Like that that's finding a new way to try and disrespect the Titans in the media. Yeah, that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um sorry, just had to throw no, that no, out no, there no. right quick. I mean, I think that's a great thing to add to the stat chat, honestly, because I was not aware of that that it had been that many players. And we can maybe we go back and revisit that in our game review or in next week's preview, uh just so we can see what the numbers are looking like. Yeah, because I mean I think it's pretty obvious they're going to break the record i mean oh yeah it's not going to take much for uh, some <laughs> three more players <laughs> yeah yeah so that should easily happen um let's move on to the quick hitters because i'm interested to see what our let me make sure i get this right ttp fan takes there are you for this go week. so let's hear what they've got to say all right so obviously as every week put out a tweet facebook post hey let us know what your bold predictions and score predictions are. I had a newcomer to it today from Twitter. Uh, eight and two. AJ, I got two knees if you need them. Twitter handle, I'm guessing this is Jake Yon, but instead of an E, he put a three. So that's at J-A-K-3-Y-O-N. Gave a score prediction of 34 to 10 Titans. That would not be good for your over. <laughs> that would be a point shy yeah. of your over. And I'm guessing this is like a bold prediction. I don't really know how exactly to classify it. But they said Tannehill makes a statement this game. And I'm going to guess that means that Tannehill goes crazy in the past game. Because he hasn't. People are talking about, oh, he's been regressing this year, this and that. Look at how what all is he's having to overcome? He's lost Derrick Henry in the backfield. Julio and AJ have kind of been a revolving door this year of who's in, who's out, what receivers he's had. His offensive line has been in and out. I mean, I know you didn't get to see it, but last week, Lawan had to come out because of a cramp in his calf. And Kendall Lamb went in. Last time we seen Kendall Lamb go in, he played good. Yeah. Right? You go back to the Cardinals game when he had to come in for Lewan. He got pushed straight back on his butt, and Tannehill, I can't remember if he got the ball out or if he got hit. This week, it was week one, Kendall Lamb. Again, Lewan went out for one play, and the Saints 
pass rusher just pushed Kendall Lamb back into Ryan Tannehill. I mean, flat out manhandled him. So, you know, like I said, with what all Tannehill's having to deal with, he's not really regressing. It's just he's trying to overcome a lot, and he may very well make a statement this game. Then, of course, friend of the show, Drake, he gave a score prediction of 21-17 to Titans winning. So he thinks it's going to be a close one. Then my amazing wife, Carrie, score prediction 30-14, to Titans winning. Again, these are not good for your over. No, 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 no. They're all, <laughs> and, they're all under so far, every single score prediction. Her bold prediction is that the Titans defense will get two interceptions and return one for a touchdown. And then another friend of the show, Spencer, he his score prediction is 31-17, to 17, Titans winning, and his bold prediction is the defense gets a touchdown. So his is good for your over. Yeah, <laughs> just barely. Um, I'll go ahead and throw my key to the game out there. I said it earlier. Don't play not to lose, play to win. I, I like that. Um, key to the game for me, last couple of weeks our defense hasn't really had to worry about a quarterback that could run around just a whole lot and get out of the pocket. Been more of a pocket passer they did have to deal with Taysom Hill a couple of times against the Saints but our linemen have just been able to pin their ears back and go after the quarterback not have to worry about containing him against Tyrod Taylor we need to get after him but also keep him contained don't let him start beating us with his legs and extending plays because we've seen what can happen when we let mobile quarterbacks extend plays against us don't need to let that happen yeah I think that's a great point I mean it's it's not really something I thought about coming in with Tyrod Taylor even though he's definitely capable of that um but I mean that once again just goes back to the Kyler Murray you've got I mean they they have a history of allowing quarterbacks to make plays with their feet so well, it's you, something to keep in mind coming you, into the You let game. the quarterback get out of the pocket, extend the play. All of a sudden, someone comes open down the field. It's a big chunk play, or an, it, it's an explosive touchdown. Those are th- things that can swing the momentum of the game. You don't need to allow that to happen. Yeah. So I'm going to go into my bold prediction and score prediction. Um, I have one thing written down for my bold prediction, but I'm going to change it actually. Because I was kind of well, struggling between it and something else. So I, I want to know, what is the one that you are not putting out there? I'm going to not. I, I was going to say that Texans are going to be held under 30 total rushing yards. Ooh. And I'm going to not do that one. And I'm going to instead go with Deontay Foreman going for 120 yards and a touchdown. Okay. I mentioned that revenge game. And and that's something that I thought about when I was going to put my bowl, when I was putting my bowl prediction down. I ended up going with that, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to switch back. Okay. And what's your score prediction? Go ahead and put that out there. Titans 30, Texans 17. All right. Uh, my bowl prediction is going to be that the Titans defense will hold the Texans to under 180 total yards. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I mean, that's I, pretty bold because I, I, I wanted to go with two hundred, but I, I mean, they're going to be slinging it to once they go down early. So right. So I, again, I I really wanted to uh, go with two hundred there, but I didn't know if you'd let me slide with it because it's uh, kind of that middle middle yeah. ground there. I like uh, one eighty. So I, I like one eighty. We'll go Titans defense holding the Texans under one hundred eighty total yards. And my score prediction is going to be the Titans 35, Texans 13. 35-13, that's fine with me. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care because, I mean, I really I think the over has a good shot. Texans will probably sneak a couple touchdowns or a touchdown and a couple field goals in there somewhere. So, I mean, I, I think there, there's a pretty good shot for the over. Um, as for, I'm not real confident in my score prediction. I couldn't, I couldn't really nail down how I think this game is going to go. It's either going to be, I, I don't know. I couldn't figure out so, the field goals. So I, I, I'm going to tell you this, my score prediction may not necessarily represent how I feel this game is actually going to go. I have the Titans pretty much blowing the Texans out. And I'm hoping they come to play and do that. But my gut tells me that it is going to be a close game. Like, if if I was going to throw another bet out there, just what my gut is telling me, I would probably take the Texans on the spread of 10 points. Yeah, I mean, I always, when, when I see those large spreads, I always want to take the underdog. So, it's, it's I, tough for me to well I, I my third choice was actually Titans minus 10 that was tough for me to put down but I I don't know I just I have this feeling that they're gonna take care of business like I said I I hope that they do I hope they come in just show everybody okay we are this stout of a team this team that's at the bottom of the league they're not gonna keep up with us I want them to do that to the Texans. Like, I, I'm hope that my gut is wrong on this and that the Titans do cover the spread. I hope, hell, I'd be fine with them tripling <laughs> the spread. Like, I, I want to see them just lay a beat down on this team. And we didn't even mention it earlier. We're both actually going to be at this game. I've, yeah. you know, like we talked about, my wife and I welcomed our baby girl into the world. My wife still can't go to the games. Right now, she's missing it like crazy. I'm telling you, everyone, she is ready to be back in Nissan yelling. But getting you to go with me, and last time we both went and watched the Titans play the Texans. They lost. It, so. it did not go our way, so yeah. we need to see some sweet revenge here. Yeah, it's which I guess now you have, but prior to you becoming a season ticket member, you had never seen the Titans win. Right. Every time that you would win, it was a loss. So I actually have gotten to see a win. Um I was gonna I was gonna make a point. For some reason it completely left my mind that you were a season <laughs> ticket member. I was gonna make a point that you hadn't hadn't seen the Titans win at all, but then I was like, that's stupid. Shoot, I've been seeing yeah. them win a lot this yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited for it. It's gonna be a fun time. And it's been two or three years now since I've been to a game. Yeah, I think the last so, game you went to was maybe when they played Jacksonville. Yeah, it was a Jacksonville um, game. And it's going to be weird not seeing Derrick Henry, though. Yeah, I, that is going to suck uh, for you. Uh, 
But any of our listeners who are going to be at the game, if you want to meet up with us, as Tanner's mentioned, our social medias, follow us on them and let us know. We'd love to meet up with you, just talk football with you, talk Titans, see what your thoughts are on the game, maybe get a score prediction from you to post on our Twitter or add into our review video. For sure. Um, That's all that I've got. You got anything else? That's all I've got. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening and coming back after we've been gone for a week. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up.